Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. This is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely gorgeous wife. <laughs> and you are Going In Raw. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, and you are watching Going In Raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. And you are tuned in to Going In Raw right now. How you doing? Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it so you always know when there's new Going In Raw content. Do we have audio, Larson? We have audio. So far, so good. Very good. Um, so, yeah, and we're available also on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson. Let me make sure that we have audio. Going to double check here. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. Wow. We're a professional run organization wow. now, Larson. We finally know how to stream successfully. On the Patreon, if somebody here in chat says, I don't even know they, that they do it live. I thought he said, I didn't know they know how to do it live. Which I don't know if we know how to do it live either. Half the time, we don't. Uh, we're available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. If you want to support Going In Raw and benefit from all sorts of great rewards we have on the Patreon, uh, feel free to take a look. If you like this live stream, every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we do one live exclusively for patrons. Uh, our Raw, SmackDown, and NXT 205 live recaps before yep. they go up as podcasts. Yep. They are live. Uh, we're also available at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash going in raw. I submitted a new design yesterday, Larson. It's not up yet. I, I have to get cold water Larson up this week. It has to happen. You've seen the design. What did you think of it? I like it. Hey. Hey, don't, don't spoil it. Go let them be surprised. Hey, you're not me. It's, it's going up. Hopefully sometime today. Hopefully sometime today. Um, yeah, so that's where we are. Excuse me. What a weekend. Yeah. What an interesting... Wasn't expecting such an exciting uh, wrestling weekend. You know, all the happenings are bound for glory. Oh, that's not really yeah, This is a different weekend. <laughs> that's exactly, yeah. That's exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> My Bound for Glory review is up, by the way. And the, the show was, was evidence as to why only one of us is really required to do it. And I don't know why I put myself through it. I don't know why either. You know what? It's, to me, at this point, it's the little... It's the little indie... It's, <laughs> It's the little wrestling promotion that 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 could that they could do good things. Oh God, it's a mess, dude. It's a mess. I like Moose though. Moose, Moose is, is great. great. Moose is the man. Moose he is, is outstanding. The man. Uh, no, Power Struggle, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling Power Struggle was, was a somewhat surprisingly very important show. No kidding. Um, I, I guess, woke up I guess, Sunday morning. Yeah, me too. And wow, I know. I guess I guess it should be expected that there would be some developments. Um, considering it's the last major show before Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. And granted, we're new to this uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling world. Mm-hmm. Um, this is really our first year watching it, so maybe in previous Power Struggles, things have happened. Yeah, I don't know. But, you know, you know for, for their major shows, it's 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 Wrestle Kingdom, obviously. Mm-hmm. You got uh, uh, Genesis. You got mm-hmm. Dominion. Yeah. And I, and I heard, maybe I'm wrong, that uh, King of Pro Wrestling is supposed to be one of their major shows. Mm-hmm. And I guess in the sense that uh, the their world title was defended, it is. But in terms of storyline, not a lot came of that. Right, yeah. Whereas this show, at least for the latter half of it, was all storyline implications yeah. for Wrestle Kingdom oh, 12. Oh, huge implications. So let's jump right into the major, 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 major development. Yeah. Um, a couple weeks ago, almost, we talked about uh, uh, rumors going around, courtesy of ProWrestling.com, mm-hmm. that there was uh, maybe, possibly, could be a match between Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho, um, because they're in the midst of their Twitter beef. Yeah. And, That's uh, how things happen these days yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, no. Social media, ProWrestling.com mm-hmm. was saying that match could, potentially, could have potentially happened at Wrestle Kingdom 12. And then last night, we got confirmation of that with uh, Chris Jericho uh, showing up on the video screen. It was absolutely crazy. So, yeah, like bananas. you said, and by the way, people stealing our thumbnails from a, a week ago. Yeah, just don't st- steal thumbnails. Don't people. steal stuff. Just don't steal this stuff. Rude. It's not cool. I worked a good 10 minutes on that thumbnail. Um, no, this is absolutely stunning. So, uh, uh, Kenny Omega had a match against uh, Trent Beretta. Yes. Of course, Trent, uh, his, his foray into the heavyweight division, landed yes. him a title shot. U.S. Trent's title also shot. Uh, uh, one of the top contenders for going into Raw Wrestler of the Year. That is true. 
And uh, and at the end of that, Kenny Omega got in the mic and he basically said, "I've cleaned out the division. There's nobody left." I know him back there has the guts. He starts asking the crowd, anybody, anybody? And then lights go down. We see a vi- And these video packages, <laughs> these videos that New Japan are able to put together, they're cinematic. Yes. They're fantastic. Captivating. They're, they're captivating. Exactly. Engrossing. So uh, there's like a countdown, and there's some shots that are really reminiscent of Jericho's uh, video package. Yeah. Um, in WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, he shows up, holds a picture of Kenny Omega, and then says, Kenny Omega, I'm paraphrasing here. Uh, well, hold on. No, you're, we need my, more minutia here. It cuts to, it hard cuts to a shot of him after all these little mysterious things. And the crowd goes, <gasps> yeah, there's an audible gasp from, what, 12,000 yeah. people in the arena. And even uh, Kevin Kelly and Don Callis take a step and they go, oh, my God, that's Chris Jericho. Yeah. Like, because it's great. When you watch the video just by itself, which they have on New Japan World, where you don't have any of the... There's uh, no crowd noise. There's no crowd audio, no. And they just... You, you understand that they let it sink in because it's just a long... Just an extended shot of him scowling at the camera. Yeah. He pulls up a picture of Kenny Omega. Great visual. Everybody's like, oh, God, this is happening. Yeah. And then uh, he rips it up. He says, Kenny Omega, what a tremendous performer. What a talented performer. I think he said fantastic performer. But he's not the best in the world. Others have tried to lay claim to that title. CM Punk, Edge, Edge Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. And they're all gone. And I'm still I'm here. I'm still here. Yeah. He says, Kenny, you think you're the best in the world. No, I am. I'm the greatest of all time. I am the alpha. That's right. Of this business. And then he says the words, which you have to say in New Japan. You do. Kenny Omega, <laughs> I challenge you. <laughs> January 4th, Tokyo yeah. Dome. And I think Kevin Kelly says, can this even happen? Yeah. Implying yeah, exactly. that Jericho might still be under contract with WWE. Ooh, yeah. Um, challenge issued. Kenny gets on the mic. Challenge accepted. Yeah. He is, like, laughing. He's giddy almost. He's giddy. Whereas the Young Bucks freak out. Or, oh, whoa. Yeah. Hold on, Kenny. Heavy. Are Wait you sure second. you want to do this? So good. Captivating. Riveting. Yeah. Huge. Huge. Pro wrestling entertainment. So that match is set for Wrestle Kingdom 12. Uh, pretty quickly after uh, uh, this was, you know, like Sunday morning when a lot of us were waking up to this news, yeah. uh, Pro Wrestling Sheet uh, had a report that said that uh, Jericho and New Japan had been in talks about this appearance at Wrestle Kingdom 12 since August, mm-hmm. um, with uh, Pro Wrestling Sheet saying, quote, Y2J's upcoming cruise may have factored into his decision to venture outside of WWE. Um, and a uh, person sheet mentions an appearance that Jericho had on Killing the Town. I believe it's Don Callis yeah. and Lance, Lance Storm, Storm yeah. podcast, where Jericho mentioned that quote. This is from the PW, uh, or sorry, Pro Wrestling uh, Sheet um, article that uh, quote he's financially responsible for Chris Jericho's rock and wrestling rager at sea, <coughs> and wanted to partner with a promotion for the wrestling side of things. Uh, Chris admits he tried to get the NXT brand to perform on the cruise, but was denied after months of talks. Chris then told Triple H he'd still be doing the cruise without them. So it's interesting that he went to WWE and said, let's have NXT mm-hmm. perform on this cruise, which have been fantastic. Yeah. Um, so I didn't I didn't listen to the podcast itself. Nor have I. Um, but those words, I'd still be doing the cruise without you. That sounds like, even if he just said that on the podcast, even if there's no animosity there, which, I, you know, I don't have reason to believe there is, but if it was months of talks, and then they eventually just said no, and he said, I'm still doing this without you, that sounds like they're, I don't know. Jericho's put in enough equity in the wrestling business that he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, pretty much, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, and then this morning, right before we started, um, WrestleZone had a report, exclusive report, um, where that... Before they can, quote, confirm that WWE did not know that Chris Jericho was going to challenge Kenny Omega to a match at Wrestle Kingdom 12. And they continue, quote, Jericho is not under contract WWE and did not have to give them a heads up. And Meltzer said uh, either Sunday, yeah, Sunday sometime, mm-hmm. that uh, he also confirmed that Jericho is no longer con- under contract with WWE. Yeah. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. But I it's fascinating it. to think that he went to NXT you know, because I'm sure Jericho has a certain amount of, I don't know if loyalty is the right word, but mm-hmm, sure. uh, with WWE. Yeah. And then for them to kind of, granted, you know, there's logistics and scheduling and all that kind of stuff for October of next year. I think that's when Jericho's cruise is happening. Nonetheless, when WWE is battling uh, Ring of Honor, New Japan, Bullet Club, 
in terms of being cool. Mm-hmm, yeah. This is an option for them. NXT, which is their coolest brand, yeah. to really take a step forward and, and, and look cool. Yeah. And they didn't do it. And now it's allowing Ring of Honor, and specifically now, Bullet Club, yeah. to look super cool. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then, you know, I, someone tweeted about this. I'm sorry I, I didn't make note of it, that uh, 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 they, they ran down the top two cards of Wrestle Kingdom versus WrestleMania. Top two matches on the card for, for Wrestle Kingdom, Okada Naito, mm. Jericho Omega. Oh, my gosh, that's cool. Yeah. Top two matches for WrestleMania, Lesnar Reigns, and Pob, probably, Mahal <laughs> Cena. Not so cool. Not very cool, no. I apologize for not sourcing that tweet, uh, but just I read that and it stuck in my mind. Yeah, no, I mean, it's you got it exactly. I mean, look, man, New Japan, they've been doing this. Oh, also announced a power struggle. They're coming back to the U.S. in March. Yes, we're, we're going, right? Yeah, we're going to that, yeah. Um, we're going to try to get front row with Bullet Club Hunter shirts. You yeah. already have your shirt. I already have my, get my shirt. You. Um, we'll see if James will wear a Bullet Club Hunter shirt. If he'll wear a Bullet Club Hunter shirt, he can sit front row with us. Yes, otherwise. Otherwise, I don't know how to be where he was last time. He was still on the floor. We'll open negotiations with him. Yeah, I'm sure he'd be cool with that. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, uh, uh, you know. typically, uh, Pro Wrestling Sheet has sales throughout the year. Mm-hmm, yeah. Take advantage of one sales. Oh, Pro Wrestling, uh, pro wrestling uh, tees. tees. Oh, yeah. sorry. Did I say yeah. sheet? Sheet. Sorry. Yeah. Pro Wrestling Tees. They might have sales, too. I don't know. I think they have shirts. Yeah, but... Don't know if they have them on their own site. Anyways, uh, Pro Wrestling Tees typically has sales throughout the year. Take advantage of those sales. You can get discounted Bullet Club Hunter shirt. Yeah, sure. It'd be cool if you can buy Bullet Club Hunter misprint shirt. Yeah, I know. That'd be rad. I wonder if we can put on a request. Um, so anyways, that, so that's huge. So New Japan, they are not, and uh, you know to this off camera, but um, it's, so apparently the venue seats, I think it's actually 4,000. Well, 5,000 typically. It's uh, I think. The record they have is 6,200. They the said on the, the, the broadcast, 7,000. Oh, really? Yeah. On on the power service? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, but I think, I think don't quote me on this, I think it's uh, Cal State Long Beach's basketball mm-hmm. arena. Yeah. So I think typically, yeah, for basketball, it's 5,000 or so. Okay, okay. Right but on. then, you know, I don't know. I don't think floor seats would account for 2,200. I could be wrong. But yeah. that, that was the crowd for the G1 uh, shows in Long Beach was about mm. two thousand. Yeah, um, so they're, they're this is I mean this is this is a crazy. huge step up. They're yeah, going it's to a big step up three times. Yeah, but given how building, given how quickly uh, Long Beach sold out last year, yeah, or this year, yeah, not surprising at all. They're going to say, okay, well, let's take this one step further. I like they're doing it in Long Beach again. Yes, That's yes. a smart move um, because it worked so well the first time. Uh, yeah, so New Japan, they are they're making their inroads into the United States, and I mean they're not. Listen, I mean, I, I don't see them, given the scope of the WWE, it's not necessarily, hey, we're competing with the WWE. It's we want to carve out our own niche out here in the United States. Well, I think know? it's that, but I, I, I honestly think it is a transition to, I mean, they're not going to compete directly with WWE, but like I mentioned earlier, New Japan, Bullet Club, Ring of Honor, they are destroying WWE in, ter- in terms of, Cool factor. Buzz. 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 Mainstream crossover success. Yeah. Um, and at certain points, they are using the WWE and their lack of cool against them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, right now... What do you think? I mean, what's... you know, Not in terms of money-making, but in terms of, 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 of how it's viewed, I think, in terms of popular perception, I think right now Bullet Club, New Japan, Ring of Honor are winning yeah. the cool war, so oh, if absolutely. you want to call it that. I mean, you know, how many times can we have Roman Reigns shoved in front of our faces? And let me look, we're not... I don't mean to dog Roman Reigns, but he's not cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. There's just no, there's just no buzz behind it. And but what's the, what's like sort of you know we get this question a lot like hey what company could take down WWE I don't think any company could ever take down WWE at this point the only company that could take down WWE is probably WWE WWE yeah. yeah and that I mean that'd be basically if they sold I mean I don't know what their next TV deal is going to be like although um, I did read a thing and crap I don't even know what I think it it's Wrestling Observer they, they was it Wrestling Observer so, yeah. that they've been talking with USA already about the the contract extension the contracts uh, for twenty nineteen twenty nineteen and they and the 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 indication was. They're talking right now, which is a good thing for WWE, means that they're happy with the new deal that could be on the horizon. Yeah. Um, because they said they're, they, they're going to be ready to announce a new deal by mid-2018. Yeah, I mean, it seems like before like the existing deal is, has expired. Right, exactly, yeah, which is yeah. a good sign for that. I mean, that's where they get like a, most of their revenue by far. Um, I, one thing I really, really want to see before Wrestle Kingdom, and I can't, I mean, they have it on, on the Fire Stick, 
And I can't oh, believe it'd be difficult to get it on getting their app on uh, the PlayStation, Xbox, Roku, and Apple TV. Yeah, I cannot believe in Chromecast. Wait, Chromecast? Chromecast doesn't really have apps. No, they don't. But you can scre- you can stream. Uh, from yeah, you can stream from your computer to your computer yeah, to, to Chromecast. Chromecast. Pretty easily. But if they well. have, if they have a highly searchable app, or even if they just take the same thing they have, just their all everything in English from the website and put it in like apps across platforms, oh, yeah. across the consoles and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I think that would go. I honestly do think because the the simplicity of it would be so fantastic for everybody. I know. You know, when it's know. available ever. It's really surprising they haven't. Wouldn't surprise me if they do by Roll the time Wrestle Kingdom comes around. Kingdom, yeah. That'd be a huge Because step. everybody's going to be asking. I mean, we still we get that question all the time. Hey, how do we watch this? How do we watch this? You have to go to New Japan World. You have to enroll, figure out, you know, what is the 999 yen? You know, it's 10 bucks. It's about 10 bucks. Yeah. Um, but if they had, you know, a fully English version of that, I think they'd go a massive. I mean, now they have Chris Jericho. Yeah, I know. That's huge. I think their their replays on Access already do about the same numbers as Impact. Oh, and and Access is in far fewer, I think, homes than uh, yeah. Pop. Yeah, Pop. I read that somewhere. I Pop TV. again, sorry, I can't source it, but I read that a while yeah. ago. There. And on top of that, Access isn't. I mean, Pop isn't live either. You can get spoilers, but Access is already run on New Japan. They just cut up old stuff, yeah. you know, from like a month prior. Yeah, they might still be showing G1 matches. The tournament. Oh, really? I yeah, it could be a possibility. Um, so let's we have uh, one super chat here from Flame Inc. Two dollars. Y2J versus Omega. Opening shots of the WWE versus New Japan Pro Wrestling War. I don't think it's going to get to that. I, I don't just, think it's yeah. to the point of there where they're poaching talent from each other. I just think it's it's in terms of perception of the two companies from wrestling fans. I mean, New Japan right now is totally winning. I'll put it this way. I think the big difference is this. It's well documented in all the great WWE documentaries they did about the Monday Night Wars that Ted Turner, to a degree, that was a real competition. He really wanted to put WWE out of business, basically. I don't think that that's happening here at all. I think New Japan probably gets a kick out of the idea that Vince McMahon is probably waking up to this news on Sunday morning like the rest of us and being like, what the hell is this? They probably get a kick out of this, but it just... Everything seems to, to indicate that they're doing their thing and they're trying to build their business best way they know how. Yeah. And, you know, we had that report um, uh, last week when the Twitter beef was going down that New Japan was looking to sign a big overseas star, a big, you know, foreign star, foreign to them, um, for Wrestle Kingdom for Kenny Omega because we figured it'd be probably Ibushi. Yeah. And then it turns out to be Chris Jericho. I know. That's huge. But I, I you know, I don't know. I mean... Nobody knows where the business is going to be 10 years from now. Yeah. And I think it'd be at least five to 10 years. If there was ever any thought of, oh, well, New Japan's going to take over WWE or anything like that, it would be a ways off. And a lot of crazy things would have to happen for the WWE to lose any sort of foothold they have in terms of being the number one promotion in the world. Uh, Ed Cabo, $2, has another Super Chat question. If this is a one-off, could he, Jericho, be back for WrestleMania? I don't think so. I have an idea. You have an idea. Go ahead. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I can see the stars lining up for this Jericho Omega program to consist of three matches, a trilogy. Mm-hmm. First, happening at Wrestle Kingdom, which would mean Jericho would have to win. He would have to pin, beat Omega, win the U.S. title. Okay. And then two and a half months later, I'm not saying it's going to happen. It's just a theory. Two and a half months later, at Strong Style Evolved, the show in Long Beach, they have a rematch. Omega goes over, mm-hmm. gets that belt back. Mm-hmm. Rubber match happens on Jericho's cruise because <laughs> people want to see who is actually, for reals, the best in the yeah, world yeah. during the rubber match on Jericho's cruise. Yeah. That's going to pop ticket sales. I'd love it. Again, I don't know if it's going to happen. Probably not. But the thought popped in my head. Well, hey, if he's been in talks with them since uh, August, yeah. you know, you never know what kind of crazy ideas they have. That's a possibility. I have a hard time thinking that they're going to do their rubber match on a cruise. It's kind of a big deal. Oh, I know. You know? But, but maybe there'll be some broadcast of the, the, the Ring of Honor tournament that's yeah. happening. I don't know. Are you uh, are you looking at uh, possibly getting on the cruise now? I mean, I've been on a cruise before. It was fun. Yeah, but this cruise, the cruise of Jericho. Yeah. Probably be fun. It would be fun. <laughs> when is it? Next October? Next October, yeah. Oh, man. How much are tickets? I have no, no idea. I haven't, I haven't looked that up. How much are tickets for the cruise of Jericho? I don't know. I think you could... They're available now, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. You can reserve a spot, I think, for 150 bucks. Oh, wow. I think that's the deposit you have to put down. Where is it going? Where is it going it's out It's going of? from Miami to the Bahamas and back. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I think the Bahamas is the only port. Mm. I could October be wrong. I really haven't investigated the itinerary that much. Book now. Oh, crap. Pricing and availability. Um, but anyways, uh, that was just... 
a couple of the major things to come out of Power Struggle, which both of us watch parts of, but not the whole thing. How much is a, a like a decent cabin? Um, okay, so top of the line, owner's suite for two people. Oh, God, per person. Forty two hundred dollars. Yes, but that's like the biggest, the biggest, biggest. Yeah, what's um, like middle level? Middle level, you're looking around uh, twelve hundred each. That's no, not terrible. Fifteen hundred each. You get the penthouse. I'd go for the penthouse romance suite. Okay, that's for me and Lacey. It'd be five thousand. Oh, not you and I. Oh man, I'm not gonna get us a freaking penthouse romance suite. What are you gonna sit there and look at porn or something? No, I'm freaking weirdo. Just because called that doesn't mean you have to. Do anything. Yeah, this, this is the kind of thing we bring the wives for. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're going on a cruise together. Why not? <laughs> hey, at this point, why not, right? Yeah, why not? Yeah, about fifteen, fifteen hundred. That's mini, not terrible. Mini And that's total, right? Uh, per person, yeah. 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 Plus flights from here to Miami. Right, back. right, 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 right. Um, anyways, like I said, those are just a few of the announcements coming out of Power Struggle, which we can talk about a bit and how it's going to relate to... Wrestle Kingdom 12, which is shaping up to be the hottest wrestling show of 2018, yeah? Um, oh, my God. This is going to be so much fun. So now we really have to think about, are we going to live stream our reactions? For oh, wrestling? I think we have to now. Are we go- where? Here? Yeah. Everybody's all sleeping? Guess we better hurry up and get some office space. Yeah. Oh, man. I know. Jeez. Too many things to think about. Oh, I know. I'm going to go down to Fair Oaks today and look for some office space. I don't know if we're going to have time. I know. we got a draft to prep for today. So much stuff. Oh, yeah. By the way, in uh, 3 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. Eastern, yeah. we're having our Xbox One Friendo draft. Correct. For bad wrestling. Correct. Oh, here we go. You Matt really want to go on this cruise. You know, DDP and Raven are going to be uh, guests on the cruise. Um, wait, there's music. There's, there's comedy. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, Ray. It looks like fun. The Killing the Town podcast. I wonder if we could hit them up and say, hey, going in raw podcast, we could be special guests. That'd be cool. People know us. Oh, and there's music too. Yeah, there's music and comedy. Ozzy, Jim Brewer's band, Blizzard of Ozzy. Yeah, it's an uh, Ozzy Osbourne cover band, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, and then comedy. I can bust out my comedy routine. There you go. Yeah. Steve's got some bits. I got some bits. Anyway, let's talk about Power Struggle a little bit, because it was a fun show. Granted, I only watched the uh, the four title matches, because that's all I had time for. You watched more of the undercard, yes? I watched everything except for the m- most of the Trent Beretta-Kenny Omega match, which I plan to go back and watch. It yeah, just, it's fun. I didn't have a lot of time. There's so not just, a ton of drama in that match, but they tried to instill some drama. Yeah, by the end, it, it just looked like fun. by the end, it just looked like Kenny was whooping up on... Uh, oh, that's pretty much yeah. the story. Yeah. Um... So I guess the matches that have uh, implications for Wrestle Kingdom. Let's talk about, uh, was it Rapongi 3K taking on ACH and Taguchi, right? Sure. In the finals for the uh, junior tag league. So yeah. tell me a little bit about that match. Uh, I mean, it was decent. Uh, I just I miss Ricochet. I like ACH. I think he's good. Yeah, he's good. He was battling uh, busted ribs. That's always a, fi- a favorite. Yeah, rip tape. Yeah. It's always that's always a favorite story of mine when somebody's battling rib injuries, yeah, and they have rib tape because he did take off the rib tape in the end. Well, let's talk about. Hold on a second. I want to talk about freaking Finley and Kitamura. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> Man, they're pushing the crap out of Kitamura in terms of being a young lion. Yeah, him and uh, the other kid. What's his name? Kawato. Yeah, Kawato. Yeah, they love those guys. Yeah, they have ten years from now, they're gonna be huge. Yeah. Um, and I love Finley. Kitamura is the, the real buff one, right? Yeah, he's a jack dude. With yeah, the, yeah, they yeah. give him the fangs. Again, he's a young lion. Why does he get cool fangs? Well, I mean, lions have mm. kind of like fangs, right? No, that's too much. Anyways, what are these teeth called? The ones that are really pointy? Oh, man. Cuspids? Uh, bicuspids? Bi- bicuspids? Yeah. That's good. I be. think lions have larger bicuspids. Yeah, I don't know. look like fangs. Uh, anyways, the match was okay. It was fine. It was what it was. I like uh, Rapongi 3K. Yeah. Um, anyways, the big story about this. Rapongi 3K went over, and then at the end, the Young Bucks came out, and they challenged them. They they, they get so meta with their stuff, because they were like, this is the part of the show where I point at you, and you point back at me. So we're challenging you. They don't like to do anything, like, straight up. Yeah. They have to make fun of everything they do. Yeah, I know. I like that, though. It's yeah, it's good. That's their thing. It's good. That's the whole thing, is pointing out the ridiculousness of pro wrestling and exactly. reveling in it. Yeah. Um, as far as the uh, the tag match between Chaos and LIJ, mm-hmm. you told me that you, you felt like it lacked some intrigue. 
Well, okay, here, you know, Okada Naito is like a huge main oh, event yeah. at Wrestle Kingdom. Oh yeah, and they didn't really. I mean, they played it up a little bit, but I mean, I don't know, not much. I, I get, I got more of a kick out of Naito sort of taunting a uh, ticking time bomb because uh, Naito brought his briefcase out, and I guess he's been doing this a lot lately. Where uh, uh, Takahashi will get in the ring, and Naito will slide the briefcase at him, and it'll hit him. He just likes to taunt them. It's funny. That's funny. Um, but uh, but no. So like at the end, like Okada, I think picked up the win with the Rainmaker. I forgot who he. I think it was Evil, or maybe it was Bushi. I don't know. And then he started doing the eye thing at Naito, and Naito like wasn't paying attention. Like Naito didn't look at it. So there was no like oh big face off. Like he, they still have two months to do stuff too. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm assuming there's gonna be some Road to Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, shows. I'm sure there will be. And then they have the the World Tag League. Okay. Um, shows coming up. Too. Yeah. They don't have you know like a huge event centered around that. Right. I right. Believe. Maybe the finals will have. And I'm sure they'll do some major show. Yeah, they do that stuff. They also do stuff at like press conferences. And yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's still time for build. I mean that that match is inherently awesome. Mm-hmm. Potentially, it doesn't need a ton of hype. For yeah. Build to it because there's years of story leading up to it. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the uh, junior heavyweight title match between uh, Will Ospreay and Marty Skrull. Oh, wait, you don't um, want to talk about Yano versus... Zizuki. Oh, sorry, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yano went back to his... Uh, orange uh, hair. Orange hair and the shaved eyebrows. Um, again, I feel like Suzuki likes Yano because he feel. I feel like Suzuki was being very safe with Yano. He was. There was yeah. a couple of times he was hitting with a chair that he just barely touched him. And then, like, all the stuff with the bull rope, it's like, granted, you don't really want to, like, strangle a guy with a rope, but he was, like, going out of his way to make sure that Yano was completely okay with, like, the rope and where it was. Suzuki's a safe worker, despite how he treats Young Lions. He's a safe worker. <laughs> well, to certain people, I think he's a safe worker. I think in the, him and Yano are just probably buddies or something. Could be. You know, he thinks Yano has a big heart, and Suzuki appreciates that. Um, but anyways, no, it was a fun match. Yeah, it was okay. You know, it wasn't, like, all just Yano comedy. No, but there was the, the, the spots where he takes the turnbuckle cover off. He gets a low blow in on both uh, Suzuki and I think it was uh, Taichi. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, there's that great spot after the low blow where you like wrap Suzuki up in the bull rope to try mm-hmm. to kind of tie him up a bit before the pinfall. Mm-hmm. That was cool, but Suzuki ended up winning. Yeah. Um, put him in a sleeper, uh, wrapped the rope around his neck, and mm-hmm. then... Uh, hit a gotch pile driver. He yeah. held up there for a while, too. Yeah, he held him up there. It was great. He yeah, and then uh, he picked up the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when he's back to this uh, junior heavyweight, you weren't huge into this match. I thought uh, Skrull early on had a little bit of difficulty keeping up with Osprey. Yeah, nobody can keep it. It's, it's just ricochet. That's the only person. No, I know, but it just seemed that. like there was, time, there was times where he just looked like, and this is a, a minor thing, uh, a minor uh, criticism. Mm-hmm. He just felt like he was in his spot waiting for Osprey to do something so he could do something. But the beginning of the match, it was more so the beginning, he, it seemed like Skrull had a hard time getting into the flow of things. But by the end of the match, it was fine. Yeah. <coughs> um, I See, I liked it because they were really they were really playing up the history between these Yeah, two. that Skrull has always beat Osprey. And I thought that Osprey really, really played into that yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, I thought this was... And so I, I'm not... I like I, I really 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 I think Marty Skrull is one of the best characters in all of wrestling these days, um, and I thought this match also he was doing a lot more things because it was Osprey to show off that villain aside as opposed to just cheeky villain. Yeah. It was like oh this guy he's kind of a dick. Yeah, and Osprey was really playing into that. So yeah. that's what I was really buying into. So I, I like oh Skrull's character work is oh it's always top notch. Yeah. It's fantastic. Like it was just. There was a little bit of extra stank on it. Like when he did the fingers snap thing. Yeah. And Osprey was really, really selling the crap yeah, out yeah, of yeah. it. And then he stomps on the finger. Yeah. Um, I, I, I liked it. But even later on the match, after the, the, the finger break, Osprey had that moment where he tried yeah. to reset it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really, I, I liked it. They, but I think both these guys get up for each other. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably, I don't know, two thirds of the way through the match, Skrull does his little dance. Shouts chicken wing, mm-hmm. locks it in. Uh, Osprey manages to get to the ropes, breaks the hold. That was kind of the only thing that kind of stood out to me is I wish he wouldn't do. I know it's part of his staple. It's part of his wheelhouse, if you will. But when he does the super kick, just kidding thing, that's kind of cheeky villain. Sometimes I just want him to ditch that stuff and be complete dick. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That's just, that's my only thing. Yeah. Uh, later on, Skrull reverses an os cutter. Into the chicken wing. Whenever he does that, jumps in midair and oh, great. puts the chicken wing on someone. It's always great. Yeah. Uh, but he didn't win with that because uh, Osprey got out of it, um, uh, got uh, Skrull in a roll-up. Skrull reversed it, mm-hmm. went with his own roll-up, um, and then someone was going to come down and challenge. We knew that. 
This was great because this is fantastic. It's been it's been a running sort of joke with the junior heavyweight title in that ticking time. And granted, I haven't seen them all. I just saw the last one. Ticking time bomb came down to challenge Osprey for his title when he won it off Kushida. And before he was able to get on the mic and say the words, I challenge you, um, Osprey, no, no, uh, Skrull came down. He broke his fingers. Yeah, yeah, afterwards. After, I believe after, at some point during that, Osprey like, punched him too. Or that happened before the previous challenge. I, mean, I, 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 I think challenge. it was the previous was challenge. The previous one, yeah. yeah. That he tried to challenge Kushida. When he Osprey, challenged Kushida. I didn't see that I one, but I, I get that from what happened uh, on a power yeah, struggle. Yeah. Because this time, ticking or Kushida, so Osprey was upset with the the way the match finished. He thought his shoulder was up. He thought his shoulder was up. He got rolled up. Um, so he was sort of given uh, red shoes the business. Kushida gets in and says, hey, you know, back up, leave him alone. Uh, he goes over to uh, Marty Skrull and says, and we'll get demonetized if I say it. Yeah, yeah. Says, well, he, well, yeah, yeah. To say MFR. Screw it. I'm going to say it. it won't get demonetized. Oh, yeah, we will. We're not going to get demonetized. I don't think it's going to just for that one thing. Well, there's multiple times he, that is said during the segment. Um, I'm just going to say it the one time. Can I just say it one Fine, time? If you really need to get it out of here. Oh, it's going to make you sad. He's no, right. it's going to make me stress about this video. It was just monetized. crazy about Kushida saying that word. M effer. Just say that. People mother effer. People know that. Means. He said, I challenge you, mother effer. And then oh, Osprey grabs the mic and says, <laughs> get, uh, get in your effing DeLorean <laughs> and get to the back of the line, mother yeah. effer. <laughs> get, get your effing DeLorean. Get back to the back of the effing line. And then while this all this is happening, Takahashi is walking down the ring. He has uh, groin protection, yeah, uh, shin guards. Yeah, he's carrying a helmet and gloves. So he gets in the ring, puts the helmet on, puts the gloves on, shows his gloved hands to Skrull. <laughs> so you can't break my fingers. He goes now. to Osprey, he starts doing this, yeah. like go ahead and try you to can't punch, punch me, me now. <laughs> and so uh, Skrull takes the mic. Well, actually, Takahashi uh, speaks first. Skrull takes the mic, mic and says, "I'll fight all of you, mm. fatal four away." Yeah. And commentary says this rarely happens. In yeah, Japan. they don't do this a lot. They like, don't do a whole lot of, you know, like... Triple threats and multi-man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sort of what I learned. It's crazy because, like, everything in Mexico is that. And then in Japan, everything's like singles. Um, so, yeah, kind of interesting that they're going to do that for Wrestle Kingdom. I'm super mm-hmm. curious. I love this. I love all of these guys. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. And I love... You have to appreciate... The character work of the ticking time bomb. Because he's not like everybody, everybody wants to be an alpha, but he's sort of the guy that gets picked on sometimes. I know. And, and it's worked for comedy, but he's amazing in the ring. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, it's really good. It's really good. Um, we spoke a bit about the Trent versus Kenny Omega match for the U.S. title. Yeah. Um, the story of this one is all about just Trent showing a lot of heart mm-hmm. and just trying to find a way to pull out a victory over uh, a vastly more talented. This is storyline wise. Uh, 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 cha- uh, champion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because Kenny Omega was working over a vast majority of this yeah, match. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you missed some of the the, the crazier spots. Uh, Kenny suplexed Trent onto a table, which sounds these days wrestling kind of okay, no huge deal. Mm-hmm. The table's turned over. And it was right on the metal railing on yeah, the other side of the table, right. and they puts the table on top of Trent. Goes on the apron, does a running double stomp through the table, mm-hmm. puts it up to his face, does a hey, uh, here's Johnny thing from Shining. It mm-hmm. was great. Yeah. And the people like working over Trent's back. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's history there. Everybody works over Trent's back. Ever since he did that plancha at WrestleMania, yeah. he land on nothing but ramp. Yeah. Everybody works over his oh, back. That was great. Uh, but pretty much the whole match, Kenny would destroy Trent for anywhere from two to five minutes. Mm-hmm. Trent would mount a little bit of offense, only for Kenny to come back and beat him up some more. But there was good spots for Trent. He did that baseball slide, German suplex, off the rope. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Which on Twitter he credited to John Morrison. There you go. Um, but even then, then he takes Kenny outside to give him a, a apron pile driver. Kenny reverses it into a body or a backdrop onto the apron. Uh, eventually, he hits the pile driver and a pile driver on the apron. Yeah. But Kenny kicks out of everything. Um, this was rough. Uh, so that table that was busted up earlier, still on the outside, is leaning against the guardrail. Um, I believe after the uh, apron pile driver, Kenny rolls off the apron and kind of just lays on it. Mm-hmm. And Trent gets the idea. All right, plancha time. Mm-hmm. So he runs. Does the plancha. Kenny gets out of the way, so Trent goes through the table. Oh, man. Right against the guardrail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cutting his back. Oh. Uh, Kenny hits three dragon suplexes. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, at that point I turned back on. Oh, then the powerbomb, the knee, the deadlift mm-hmm. powerbomb. Yeah. Trent still kicks out. Yeah. But uh, Trent eventually hit a dude buster and kind of late getting over on the cover, so they gave the idea that if, if 
Trent just had to take so much punishment earlier on, he might have been able to beat Kenny Omega. Right, so right. it was a good, you know, it's from those, those those matches where it was a strong showing for Trent, even in, you know, a pretty dominant defeat. Mm-hmm. He still had enough good moments that it built him up enough, I think, to be, uh, at least for now, a somewhat legitimate mid-card competitor. I wonder, yeah, I wonder if, they're gonna, if they're going to rebrand him at all. He needs new pants. Yeah, I like his pants. Yeah, he needs I, new pants. No, I like his pants too. I just don't know what they can do. He seems he seems like the kind of guy who just is very comfortable in who he is. Yes, and I'm not sure. Like for example, so like later on we're going to talk about Jay White coming out as Switchblade Jay White. Yeah, I don't see something cool in Trent Beretta's future like that. Something menacing. No, He's I like know. The I know. Least menacing I know, guy. but I think I think if you play up Trent's strengths in terms of being kind of this quirky dude, yeah. that could get him over. Yeah, I know. I agree. Because he's hilarious on Twitter. I just feel like you have, to, part. You have to transition from, you talk about his tights, you, you have to transition from the fact that he was one half of a really, really great tag team yeah. into like his own person. I and agree. And I think, one I think, way is superficially. Yeah, just a, a repackage. Cause, yeah. I mean, while I think it's funny that he has Bill Murray on one of his knee pads, I don't know why. <laughs> but I do yeah. know it's a holdover from his gear from Rapongi Vice. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, yeah, there needs to be some change. Anyways, Kenny wins with uh, a knee and a one-winged angel. He grabs the mic, as we, as we, as we mentioned earlier, says, all right, new challenger, come on out. Mm-hmm. No one comes. Um, he says, no one has a gut. Starts challenging people in the audience, he said. Jericho shows up on the screen. Yeah. He challenges him. It's going to happen at Wrestle Kingdom 12. Very exciting. Yeah, very huge. Uh, best match of the night, though, Kota Ibushi uh, taking on Hiroshi Tanahashi for the Intercontinental title in the main event. Fantastic match. This was amazing. This was fantastic. I had never – look, I'm not – like like you said earlier, we're still kind of new to New Japan. Wrestle Kingdom is going to be our one-year anniversary of watching it. Um, and so I haven't gone back and watched a lot of the Tanahashi matches. I understand the guy's legacy and everything. And I'm always impressed by his matches, but I this this has been my favorite so far. Yes. Um, and partially, you know, because Kota Ibushi, I've seen a handful of his matches too, and he's phenomenal. Amazing. He's yeah, amazing. he's outstanding. Um, so uh, Tanahashi, in, in kind of typical fashion for him these days, uh, commentary's pointing this out, especially ever since he's been wrestling with a torn bicep, has been concentrating his offense on his opponent's legs. Mm-hmm, yeah. So pretty much right away, he goes after Kota Ibushi's legs. Um, there's this great spot where Tanahashi was going for a basement drop kick, mm-hmm. and I'd never seen this before. Uh, yeah, Kota, this was cool as Kota Ibushi yeah. uh, uh, countered it yeah. by jumping over him as he was dropping <laughs> yeah. and then hitting a double stomp on his chest. Oh, it was great. I'd never seen it It was before. beautiful, I know. It was, it awesome. was beautiful. And so it was this back and forth between uh, Tanahashi working over Ibushi's legs and Ibushi uh, coming up with the fortitude to, to withstand the pain. There's a couple times where he sold it magnificently where, like, his knee would give out. Mm-hmm. Um, Kodobushi just trying to find ways to, to, to push the pain aside to fight. Yeah. And it was great. Um, and Ibushi hit his moonsault. Um, he puts Tanahashi back in the ring, and Tanahashi just goes right back to work in the leg. Does anybody have a better moonsault than Kodobushi? No. He gets so high out of there. No. You know what I'd like to see him do a moonsault? Velveteen Dream. Yeah. I bet he can go. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah. No one makes the dragon screw leg whip look as devastating as Tanahashi. Yeah, I yeah, know. Like a lot of people use that as just kind of like a move yeah. to create space. Yeah. But he uses that as a legitimate offensive weapon, and it works for him. That yeah, that's right. His sling blade looks the best. Yeah, you know, it's funny. You said that before, and then I watched it this time, and I was like, yeah, it's good. I'm still just not a huge fan of that move. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. It's like the opposite to me of neckbreaker. I love neckbreakers. Do you like uh, Tanahashi's uh, neckbreaker variant, the twist and shout? Uh, yeah, I do. It's good. I, I hate the name, though. I don't like. I see my thing about Tanahashi too is that like I just don't really understand his character. You know what I mean? Love and energy, man. I don't. Yeah, I'm not huge. I don't He's like the love. Ace. I don't like now. Eric like, Guitar is part of his character. How is that not awesome? Okay, I didn't really care about that until this time when he was there. They were the extended Eric Guitar solos. The extended solos. encores. Yes, were good. I'm not huge on love. I'm not big on energy. Wow. Yeah. I'm. You know. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. Menacing. So are you rooting for Jay White in this year? <laughs> Oh, no. We'll get to that in a no. bit. There's still a lot more to talk about this match. It was really good. I love Jay White, though. Yeah, he's a great wrestler. Yeah, uh, Tanahashi, talk about getting air. Got tons of air on that high fly flow. Mm-hmm. He hit on uh, Ibushi on the outside of the ring. Yeah. That was awesome. Uh, Tanahashi gets Ibushi back in the ring, steps up for a high fly flow, and Ibushi uh, hit a flip kick yeah. to knock uh, Tanahashi uh, off the rope, or at least you know get him so he's sitting on the top turnbuckle. And then Ibushi followed up with like... The quickest Frankensteiner I've ever seen. Yeah. But then Tanahashi's foot got kind of stuck on the top rope, and so the landing was a little clumsy. Mm-hmm. So they're lucky no one got hurt there. 
Um, and whenever Abushi like throws someone into the turnbuckle, dude, that's so that's man, crazy. That did, that wasn't like freaking Tanahashi's shoulder going into it. No, he went head first. Head first. Yeah. Oh, that looked rough. I know. That looked really rough. Um, and then hit his his second rope German suplex, which I love. Yeah, that's great. Whenever Abushi does that. Yeah. Uh, there's this cool spot where Ibushi misses a Phoenix Splash. Tanahashi goes to the top rope, misses high fly flow. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this is the best part. So uh, there's a there's like a slap slash pump strike fight in the middle of the ring where they're slapping like a, and pump like striking the hell out of each other. Oh my god! Ibushi awesome. gets Tanahashi in the corner, starts stomping on him, standing yeah. on his shoulders. Yeah. And Red Shoes is getting the five count, and so Ibushi stomping on Tanahashi and grabs Red Shoes' arm so he can't <laughs> count to five anymore. And he starts arguing with him. He starts, as he's still stomping, yeah. he's staring at Red yeah, Shoes. He starts, and arguing, starts with arguing with him. him. And they yeah. back away towards the center of the ring so Tanahashi gets a chance to get his bearings. And it comes at Ibushi with a flurry of slaps and palm strikes. Yeah. Oh, it was great. Oh, it was great. I mean, this is, this is the brutal Tanahashi that I hadn't really seen before. Yeah. And I'm sure he's done it in plenty of matches. He's a legend. I personally haven't seen it before. It was awesome to it see. Was awesome. It was fantastic. Um, Ibushi answered that with a lariat. He hits uh, Tanahashi with the last ride. That Tanahashi just barely kicked out of him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And just I, barely. Eyes totally close, too. Barely. Eyes totally close. Understands exactly what the ref yep. is doing. And uh, there's a spot where Bushi tries for another last ride, but then he just can't do it. He yeah. gives out. That was great, too, because it kind of looked botchy, but it was like, no, he just it's totally so sold that. Yeah. yeah, that was good. And Tanahashi followed that up with three twists and shouts, and then he picked up the win with two high fly flows. There's a nice moment afterwards where... Abushi, the whole kind of one of the stories of the match was Abushi really looked up to Tanahashi. Mm-hmm, yeah. That's why after the match, commentary saying, you know, Abushi was uh, somewhat reluctant to accept the challenge because he didn't want to let down mm-hmm. one of his heroes. Mm-hmm. And so he comes up to Tanahashi at the match, gives him a huge hug. Yeah. It's a really cool moment. Keep going. I have to take my, I have to put my dog out of there. All right. So Abushi walks out of the ring. Tanahashi grabs the mic, drops the promo. Um, does uh, extended encores uh, with Eric Guitar solos. And anybody else would have, like, I was, if I didn't know that Jay White was coming out because I had seen it in gift form, um, I probably would have just been like, okay, cool, he's going to do this for a little while. Yeah. Because it was like, he did extended air like guitar. Minutes, it was like a good five minutes yeah, of yeah, yeah. air guitar. And, and then Jay White came out in, like, the post-credit sequence. Yeah, exactly. Seemingly. Yeah. So, like, the, the Switchblade, the last of the Switchblade, the reveal Switchblade video happened. Of course, it's been happening for a couple months. There's a couple different names. I think Sammy Callahan threw his own name out there for a possibility, yeah. but we knew that wasn't going to be the case. Um, and uh, and we got the big face reveal of Jay White. Uh, people knew who he was. They started, you know, he was a young lion there in New Japan. It's been on um, excursion, Ring of Honor, amongst other places. We saw him, we saw him at PWG. PWG. That was yeah. the first time yeah. we saw him. Against Marty Skrull. Oh, that's right. That's right. That and, and that was very impressive. Like, I yeah, remember, yeah. like, that stuck out to me. Um, that wait, Was that his first PWG match? I think so. I think it was, yeah. Um, and uh, and so I, th- I think this is great. The packaging's great. He looks great. He looks great. He's, just, he's a baby. He's very young. <laughs> he looks like and a, you can tell, he looks like a baby. you can tell he might not have the most confidence uh, in his mic work. Right, exactly. Because when he was talking to Tanahashi, he didn't have a mic. It was just camera audio picking it up. Um, and when he walked back up the ramp, you could tell that he knew what he wanted to say. He didn't know yeah. exactly how he wanted to say well, it. Well, I think he was also unnerved because the audience, the audience kind of fell silent just to observe what was going on. Yeah. They weren't like gasping. Well, I think they were trying to hear, too. Yeah. But he was like, all right, Mike, I'm going to tell you that tunnel from you. Wrestle Kingdom? Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was, it was pretty, it was pretty awkward, but also pretty funny. Um, and yeah, he laid out Tanahashi and uh, then put on his leather jacket. He looks cool. Yeah, he looks and great. look, I mean, the bottom line is the dude is a hell of a wrestler. He is a hell of a wrestler. I just feel like the Switchblade character should be like a bit more grizzled. Mm-hmm. And he's such a baby. Like Sammy Callahan. Yeah. <laughs> that dude is all grizzled. Yeah. That dude is all grizzled. But no, instead he went to the Impact Wrestling. <laughs> and the crowd, man, they were like, who is that guy? Is he a fan? Oh, goodness. They say, oh, Solomon Crow. Oh, God. Oh, he's going to hack us. So a good show, setting stuff up pretty well for Wrestle Kingdom so far. The announced matches for Wrestle Kingdom 12 are Young Bucks taking on Rapongi 3K for the junior tag team titles. we got that junior heavyweight Fatal 4-Way match, Kushida versus Osprey versus Takahashi versus Marty Skrull. Yep. Uh, announced Hold on a yesterday. second. I forgot one thing to put on what? here. New Japan Rumble. Sorry. 
It's the best. Uh, Cody Ibushi is going to challenge Cody Rhodes to the Ring of Honor title. That's going to be awesome. A really? At Wrestle yeah. Kingdom? Yeah. When was that announced? Uh, Sunday or... Yeah, Sunday. Holy crap. Uh, Jay White versus Tanahashi for the Intercontinental title. Oh, it's already put on there. Cool. Yeah, it's very old. Oh, all there. Man, look at that. Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega for the U.S. title and Naito versus Okada for the world title. Mm-hmm. Shaping up to be an outstanding card. I can't wait. The big question is, who is Yano going to fight? Yano versus who? I want to know. He might have to be in the New Japan Rumble, Steve. Oh, boo. No, I'd be fine with that. It'd make the because New Japan Rumble even better. Because we still know, because we have World Tag League happening. Whoever wins that gets the title shot. Mm-hmm. So, Killer Elite Squad, they're in the tournament, but they're also champs right now. Yeah. So, if they'll have a match, uh, the never open weight six-man titles, LIJ have those. They need a match. Yeah. And then Minoru Suzuki needs mm-hmm. a match for his yeah. never open weight title. Yeah. So, there's still three title belts that need to be defended at the Wrestle Kingdom that need uh, challengers. You know, Goto helped out, uh, tried to help out uh, Yano during that uh, match. Yeah. I wonder if he might take another stab at it against could Suzuki. Be. That could be a good match. Yeah, they've, had, uh, they've fought a couple times already yeah. for that time. That could be fun. That could be good. Or maybe Juice. Yeah. Juice going after it again. Juice doesn't have a match right now. No. People like Juice. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyways, uh, we got a Raw coming up tonight. Let's talk a little bit about Roman Reigns. Yeah. Uh, PW Insider had an update on his health. Um, he is suffering from some sort of viral infection, we've heard, whether it be meningitis or the mumps yeah. or both. Um, nonetheless, PW Insider reporting that WWE uh, has been planning for Roman Reigns to return in time to Survivor Series, but, quote, there is a belief that Reigns may not be ready to return by the pay-per-view and that, quote, there is concern within the company that he might be rushing back too soon by November 19th and might not be back in proper ring shape and ready to return to the company's touring schedule, which we all know is taxing, yeah, pretty brutal. arduous, yeah. and demanding. Yeah. Um, but uh, assuming that Reigns isn't clear in time for the Survivor Series, PW Insider is reporting that, quote, the current plan B is to have Jason Jordan replace him on the Raw team at the Survivor Series pay-per-view and play up the idea that Kurt Angle is teaming with his storyline son for the first time ever. That's bogus, man. I like it. I, I like that, Jason I mean, Jordan. I like the idea of them actually doing something with that storyline. That's terrible. He's garbage. Um, he's in a feud with Elias Samson right now. Yeah? Put Elias Samson in there. Elias Samson actually over. Nobody cares about Jason Jordan. I know. They need to give people a reason to care about Jason Jordan. No. You need to you need to have him do something what if for he people turns, to care. What if he turns heel and costs Raw the match? Well, I thought Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens were going to cost her. It'd be great if he's like, going to align himself with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Oh, it's terrible. It's so bad. He's so dorky. He's a great wrestler. He's fantastic in the yeah, ring. But no, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want that at all. Power rank. Power rank. Who else besides Jason Jordan want to see? Elias Sampson, number five. Well, we know it's going to be Angle, Finn. We don't know for certain that name that. Braun and Joe. Those are the ones we speculate. That's the four for sure. Angle, Finn, Braun, Braun Joe. Joe. So who's fifth? If it's not Roman. Because here's the thing. If you take Roman out at least, the good thing is if you take Roman out, at least there's more parody. Because yeah. Roman is like, you know, super, super Roman. Yeah, especially the combination of Roman and Braun. That's tough. And then toss Joe in there and Finn in there. I yeah, it's, it's tough. Well, I think number one, it has to be Bray Wyatt. Yeah, okay. Number one, Bray, Bray would Wyatt. would have to be Bray. Yeah. Um, because then there's super parody. Yeah. Bray will eat a pin all day long. Oh, yeah. Number two, Elias. Elias. Number three. How about this? Oscar. Kurt, Kurt Hawkins. He's the sole survivor. Ooh. He finally ends his winning streak by winning Survivor Series. Oh, I get Good that's storytelling. A, that's a good number four. That's a good number four. No, three. Number three. Oh, oh three is four. Oscar. Okay. Three, three is Oscar. Four, four is Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins. And then who's five? Curtis Axel. Pete Dunne. Oh, man, are you kidding me? That's my number one right there. I didn't know that was an option. I didn't think of it until I saw your shirt. Didn't know that was a... I'm wearing a Pete Dunn shirt. You're wearing a Pete Dunn shirt. No, that was an option. How Pete about... Dunn's number one. Hey, do you think we're going to see... James uh, Angel. Oh, there you go. The troll. Um, <laughs> do you think... Oh, also, on SmackDown, tomorrow... Oh, yeah. Becky Lynch versus James oh, Ellsworth. Yeah, that too. I thought you were going to say AJ versus Jinder Mahal for the WWE title. Okay. Are they going to win the title tomorrow? No. No? no why do you think they're doing this? Uh, to give the, the European crowd a really cool main event. I read something somewhere that said that uh, WWE might want AJ versus Brock at Survivor Series. Well, they should want that. That'd be awesome. What if they want that? 
But here's the thing, because they said on SmackDown last week that it's going to be AJ versus Rusev for the last spot on men's Survivor Series Okay, here, that's my point, though. But now with that match not happening, does that mean Rusev is automatically on the team? Maybe. That's great. No, that's that's amazing. But then if, if AJ has this match with Jinder and loses, then what's AJ going to do at Survivor Series? He's not going to not be on the show. Right. He's SmackDown's top guy. I don't know, man. I think he might win. He could. It's just inter- it's just a weird move. It is. Well, okay, here's the thing. Because they've been building up so much with Jinder and Lesnar. Dude, I know. And what you're saying is, it's a, what do we know whenever there's... Oh, Vince is fickle. Here's the thing. Vince what is do we fickle. know whenever time. there's a weird move? Whenever there's a weird move, it means Vince has made some weird decision, which means there's going to be a title change, right? Well, potentially. I think that's kind of like the most likely scenario. So here, what do we have lined up going forward? We have... Uh, this match tonight at Starcade, the 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 star packed house show they're having in North Carolina. I think the weekend before Survivor Series. I think the advertised main event is Nakamura versus Mahal in a cage match with mm-hmm. another title. Are they going to change that to Styles Nakamura? Well, I don't know. That's I mean that's stuff that they can change. I know because Card is always yeah change, exactly right? at Survivor Series. They have right now Lesnar versus Mahal. Champion versus champion, mm-hmm. and the next pay per view after Survivor Series is Clash of Champions, which I assume was would be when AJ right, got yeah, his, yeah, yeah, you know, title shot against Mahal. Yeah, but here's the thing: if they knew, if they knew that AJ, I mean, we said that Cena being the ref at Survivor Series probably meant that we we're going to get Cena versus Mahal, and Cena would win at WrestleMania for yeah. his. But if they're, I don't know, man, I don't know. It's a weird move. Honestly, to me, it's just weird because they had already announced on TV we're getting AJ versus Rusev, and then through no storyline reason whatsoever, well, Shane just said they based did, on he just announced on Twitter, yeah, or on WWE.com that based yeah. on Mahal's and uh, the Singh brothers' beatdown of AJ, that AJ's gonna get a title shot. That's wonky. <laughs> There's something wonky there. There's something weird there. And you I don't think, think they could just. Do, you think they could do a thing where AJ wins the title uh, Tuesday? To get a pop, following week on SmackDown, have a rematch, have Mahal go over, so you still have Lesnar Mahal at Survivor Series, and then AJ gets his rematch at Clash of Champions. Do you think that could happen? Uh, maybe, I guess. I think that's overthinking it. I don't know, man. I think, look, if I'm just saying they've been pushing uh, Mahal versus Lesnar so hard. Yeah, I know. To abruptly change course is going to seem weird. How's it been going over? It's been going over like a wet fart. You know what I mean? Like Jinder comes out there, he starts running down. If there, if there was the kind of thing that we thought might have been the case, Paul Heyman, Brock Lesnar not taking Jinder Mahal seriously, and Jinder and them having Jinder play into that, which is not an easy thing to do given his you know bravado. That's a that's a difficult you know yeah. thing to play into. Yeah. AJ versus Brock. Well, that'd be cool. That'd be awesome. I don't know. Don't get your hopes up, but oh, I'm not. I'm. You know, it'll be interesting. And on top of that, like you know, they need they need some more juice going into Survivor Series. You yeah, know, they do need a little more juice. So I don't know. And the fact that AJ said, "Hey, I'm going to take this title and I'm going to fight Brock," means that that option is open storyline. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I don't know, man. You want to take a few questions before we wrap it up? Yeah, I'll take a couple questions. If you guys got questions, let us know right now. What are your questions? Sergio C says no one wants Jinder versus Brock. I'm curious to see how they would book it. Yeah, I am too. I'm kind of curious. Although I think it'd be the way we kind of figure, like you said, with the with the Nakamura thing, only Brock would end up going over. He'd kick out of the Colossus. Yep. It was. I mean, it's 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 odd because they had kind of a chance to put Jinder in this underdog position. Uh, Angel Master seven six five has a good point. The problem with Jinder is that he's not taken seriously, which is why he might beat AJ tomorrow. That's why Jinder has beaten Nakamura twice. Yeah, they might have him beat AJ to make him oh, look more legitimate heading yeah. into his match with Lesnar. But if it's the same crap, I mean, I don't know, God, that would suck having him go over AJ clean if that's the case. Jacob Perkins says, write the crews off on your taxes. Oh, yeah, I can totally do that. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, absolutely. I've been telling Lacey, if we go back to England, I'm like, you know what? I get into one of them cultaholic videos. <laughs> Call up Adam say, hey, get me in there. Write the whole thing up. Yep. Uh, Okada versus Jericho, yay or nay? I mean, it'd be great to see. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not, man? In fact, on uh, this upcoming week's countout, that's the theme. WWE versus New Japan Dream Matches. Yep. Stay tuned. 
Uh, Justin uh, Eichelberger again. Uh, Stephen Larson, what are the odds of a Raw invasion during the AJ Mahal match? I think the Raw roster is in the United Kingdom, and mm-hmm. I think SmackDown, I think, no, they have, they have been in Spain. Mm. So I don't, like, logistically, it's going to be tough to do. Yeah. I don't remember where SmackDown is emanating from, though, so. Yeah, Becky versus Ellsworth has been confirmed. <laughs> Jacusto on hundred, you're gonna have to wait until Yeah. Yeah, they're asking what the favorite what would be our favorite WWE versus New Japan dream match. I mean when I was starting to put together the list, number one was pretty obvious in my mind. Um Patrick Oliva well I'll look at it in a sec. Patrick Oliva wants to know how we can sit with you for New Japan and Long Beach. Um Luck of the draw. Luck of the draw. If you happen to get the seats that are next to the ones that we're gonna get, then you'll be sitting next Which we haven't bought yet. We haven't bought them yet. When are they going on sale? We don't know. Didn't announce. Don't know. Uh, who do you think will be the next Intercontinental Champion? Braun Strowman. I could see, yeah, yeah. It's Braun Strowman or Finn Balor. Yeah. One of those two. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about this. Triple H showed up at ICW. Oh, yeah. What did he say? This is where real wrestling happens. Is that what he said? <laughs> he said something like that. It, it was something like, this is where wrestling happens or something like that, which seems plainly obvious. a wrestling company, so yeah. <laughs> But if he said this is where real wrestling happens, that's interesting. <laughs> he said something like that. Um, does somebody in chat let us know exactly what his words were? It was something like, this is where the real wrestling happens. Yeah, Nicholas Grosskirth mentions that the two, uh, Meltzer said the two rosters are on SmackDown would be different countries. Mm. So. Are you guys going to Mania again? Uh, I'm leaning towards no. Well, no, I'm going to go to the New Japan and Long Beach instead. Oh, okay. Well, that's, your, that's here instead? Yeah. All right. That sounds like a plan to me. Did I complain once when we were in Long Beach? No. Nope. Well, we had great seats both it days. Very, it was very comfortable. Yeah. We were surrounded by friendos. Yeah. We got to see James. Yeah. Everything was great. Yeah, it was good We got time. to see Christopher Kaufman. Yeah. Ulysses. Ulysses. Sandra. Sandra. They're all there. It was a good time. Vincent was oh, there. Oh, here we go. Uh, power rank. Power, power rank. Title changes at Wrestle Kingdom 12. Naito oh. is winning that title. Naito's winning that title. You say that as if it's a lock. I don't think it's a lock, but it's not a he's lock, the top man. merch seller in Japan. He is completely over with the crowd. What Naito's are the odds that Switchblade Jay White's going to Steak Knife? Can, I, hey, can, I be, can my uh, character be named Steak Knife Steve here? Uh, I prefer Butter Knife. <laughs> For you or me? Either. Okay. <laughs> Salad Fork Steve here. There you go. <laughs> Dessert spoon. Dessert spoon. <laughs> Anyways, no, Jay White's not winning. Oh, man. I think the most the most likely t- uh, of the announced matches so far, we don't know who's challenging for the tag titles or any other ones. I think the, most, uh, I think the two most likely title changes would be the world title and the junior title. I think Osprey might win the junior title. Yeah. Because they had him drop it so soon. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you on the world title. I'm just saying it's not a lock. Well, I'm not saying it's a lock, but I'm pretty confident in saying that Naito's going to pick up that belt. Yeah, probably. I mean, Ibushi's not going to beat Cody for the Ring of Honor title. Cody's carrying that belt until Daniel Bryan's situation gets worked <laughs> You're out. You're probably right about that. Um, I think there is a chance that Jericho could beat Kenny for the U.S. title if he signed on for more than one match. I don't know how likely it is, but it's yeah. possible. Um. I feel like it's pretty much a near. I, I feel like Rapongi 3K is going to retain against the Young Bucks because they seem really invested in them. Um, so the most. Oh, here we go. Hold on. Logical ones would be the junior heavyweight and then uh, Naito winning. Adam Leg has uh, what Triple H said. I want to take a second to come here tonight and thank all of you because the truth is this is where our business starts. Okay. Oh, okay. This is where our business starts. According Wait, to my referring to poaching other companies for their <laughs> talent. <laughs> yeah. Although according to uh, my career mode, it starts at the Performance Center with Albert. Yep. Well, that's after they poach you from an independent company. <laughs> that's right. Mr. Jacobs says he doesn't see Kenny laying down for Jericho. Um, I think Kenny would lay down in the service of a good story. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't... At Wrestle Kingdom, I would think that Kenny's going to go over. Oh, maybe, probably. Maybe if, if your scenario plays out and they have three of them, the rubber matches on the cruise, I can maybe see Kenny getting the belt back on the cruise. No, he's he getting the belt back. Losing at, uh, the second one. Oh, I don't know. Like he loses it. What's the second one? What is your second scenario? At the show at Long Beach. Oh, yeah. Ken, Jericho picks it up at Long Beach. I don't see Kenny losing at Wrestle Kingdom. Nope, I don't know. I don't see that happening. Any Luke Dondelinger this week? Um... Yes, on YouTube, not new on Twitch. Yeah. Um, we film enough Dondelinger for YouTuber, like, every, for YouTube, 
Like, I think every six weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, great question. Holy Shibata, what faction New Japan would Chris Jericho join if he had to pick one? Obviously not Bullet Club. Not Bullet Club. I don't think he... Uh, see, I don't think he'd fit in with any because he's kind of... He wants to be the alpha. And all yeah. the factions already have alphas. He can, like, start his own faction. You'd have to start his own faction. With all the factionless guys, like Jay White. Switchblade Jay White's not yeah. a faction. Yeah, He'd pick up Switchblade Jay White. Yeah. Um, he'd pick up... Uh, Shibata could be their manager. Uh, oh. Um, well, I want to see more Shibata. I know he can't wrestle, but... I don't know. It's just, I want to remember him okay. the way he was. I just want Shibata to be able to, to continue working in the wrestling industry. Yeah, me too. Don't have to be on camera reminding right. us all that he headbutted himself out of a freaking brain. Uh, who else is factionless? <clears throat> a lot of people I we think have yeah, already enough faction are just in Taguchi, Japan. Yeah, like there's a lot of like sort of Taguchi, Japan flutters. Like juice isn't juice. Oh, isn't juice. Angel Master brings up a, a point here. Now with Yoshitatsu leaving... Bullet Club Hunters are without a leader. There you go. It fits into the storyline of Jericho took over Bullet Club Hunters. That's Hunter. a good point. That's Great a good point. point. Yeah. Well done. Would you rather see, Erodi says, would you rather see Neville in New Japan or SmackDown? At this point, probably New Japan. Yeah. Just because it'd probably give Vince fits. Yeah. Even more like, fits. I feel like Neville would be happier. Yeah, I know. I want Neville New to Japan do is the place to be right now. Yeah, it really in is. The rest, in the wrestling industry. I agree with that. What song does Jericho come out to at WrestleMania? Hopefully a Fozzie song. Whatever one I think is probably in that video, because I'm pretty sure that was a Fozzie. Yeah, oh, yeah, it could be. I mean, it might just be you know, musical Fozzie. Yeah. Judas. All right, well, that's it. We're good. We have more stuff to do. Join us in about two hours, though. Where's my audio? There should be a song playing right now. There is. All right, cool. Um, yeah, so join us in two hours. We'll be on the Twitch. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye.